Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Cobiello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to mitigate crises and help teams get back on track. This podcast is about helping the C-suite leader to navigate challenges with confidence. For today's leader, I'm here to help you get back on track. Tomorrow's leader, let me partner with you to learn the secrets of the C-suite. Wherever you're at in your career, this is the podcast for you. Hello, I am Deb Coviello, the Drop-In CEO, and I am grateful you've joined us on another episode of the podcast. I feel so passionate about the work, the community, the people we serve, the C-suite leader of today and tomorrow, navigate with confidence their challenges, their career, etc. And today, this episode is kind of a continuation of the season that we're in. It's still early in the year. We've set our goals. We are excited about future and possibilities. And then there is a chance, a chance that we don't stay true to ourselves. We can't find the time to make sure we stay close to our goals. And so I'm revisiting this, but maybe from a different angle. What are your stakes to stay committed to your goals? Again, I said stakes, those things that we put in the ground that are immovable such that you can continue down the path to create the future you want for yourself, for your team, for your company, whatever it is. But we need to continue to build this muscle in order for you to stay true to your goals and realize the success that we need to realize. But so often when I talk to these aspiring C-suite leaders, they always say, if I could only find the time. But I must remind you, you always seem to have the time to work on the crises. You have time for other people. And then I ask you, why don't you have the time to invest in yourself? Now, I am not perfect. I have not always been that person that has been disciplined. But over time, when I got frustrated with myself and not achieving the goals that I wanted and falling short, this is hard because I was a high performer. I'm still a high performer. But when you get to those places where you can't achieve those goals for yourself, you start feeling hard on yourself. And then you wonder, how did you ever arrive at this place? And what I find is that over time, we lose the skills or never fully develop the skills that we need to stay committed to our goals. And so we're going to talk a little bit about putting down your stakes. Now, I always like to start the episodes with a few personal things because I am an open book. I want you to know a little bit about my life. But when it comes to stakes, oh my, my dog Reagan, and again, you will hear Reagan occasionally show up on the show. In fact, he is sitting on the floor right now promising to be very good. But sometimes my dog, when we are on a walk, and thank goodness he behaves and stays when I tell him not to run, when he sees a cat or a squirrel and he has his tail turned up, he is steadfast in his stance. I cannot yank him to move him on his way. He is laser focused on catching that squirrel or that cat. And it's that immense focus that we can learn from Reagan. But it is also that same focus on the shiny penny. So what if all of a sudden something new comes on your radar? And again, Reagan will also just chase after any squirrel or any leaf, the mailman, the garbage truck, or anything. He is easily distracted and laser focused on those things that take us away from focusing on the task at hand, smelling the fresh air, taking a good walk, and eventually getting home after an hour. So focus, you have focus, but sometimes your focus is misguided. 
So before we continue on, and remember, I will always get to a framework to give you the tools you need. I think there are some other examples of ways in our life and mine as well that maybe we can learn from why we have these issues of staying focused and being true to our goals. Another one I know in my profession, I needed to take various tests and certifications. And I will tell you, you put a stake in the ground. I've got to pay this money by this date. I have to study, take these classes and take a test on a particular date. That is a stake in the ground. We are vested. We've paid money and maybe a promotion depends on it. That is an example of a stake in the ground that holds you true to a specific goal. And on a personal note, I told you one of my goals this year was to invest in my platforms, invest in reach, and also invest in my health. Well, as we are speaking, I have started the journey to improve the platform, the audio, the video equipment for the Drop-In CEO podcast. So today is a debut of the new boom arm and the new microphone to elevate the sound that is coming out of this podcast. And under the guidance of a great guide, Dan Bennett, who has helped me on this journey, I made a stake in the ground. It was a huge investment to get all of the equipment that I need. I needed a boom. I needed a mic. I need new lights. I need video equipment to, again, create content that's going to be in service to you. But rather than procrastinating and saying, well, let me save up some money to make those huge investments, I made a decision. I said, I am going to move one step further and get the mic and get the boom so I can ultimately achieve that goal. It's all about putting one step forward and moving things forward. And even today, I talked to you about one of my goals is maintaining wellness, and I am getting ready to go on a seven-day cruise around the Caribbean. We are leaving tomorrow for San Juan, Puerto Rico, and today was full of stress, full of stress. I could have done more, but what I did was instead I canceled a few meetings and I delayed a few events to a later date such that I could invest in my wellness, get some rest, have all the beverages I'm supposed to drink, good meals today so that I am not sleep-deprived, nutrient-deprived when I go into my vacation. I put a stake in the ground that I am not going to give up my wellness regimen because I'm trying to do more when maybe it is not urgent. (laughs) And that is hard for an energizer bunny such as myself. So the funny thing is, is we make commitments to family and community, and we always will make sure we get our children, our nieces or nephews, grandchildren to their practices on time, or we made sure that we were on time for that community event that we volunteer for. We are so dedicated. We are giving, you know, paying it forward and making sure that we are productive citizens and helping others. But I will tell you, sometimes we do this to a fault. It is a detriment, and then we find that we don't invest in ourselves, our deadlines, and we have not laid stakes for ourselves. So it's funny how we can stay focused on everybody else, helping everybody else because we believe it's the right thing to do, and maybe we're quite passionate, invested in those relationships. But then I ask you, aren't you worth it to invest some time in yourself, to put those stakes in the ground, have that discipline and move one step closer to those goals so that at the end of the year, you are fulfilled and closer to those things that make you happy, that are success for you. And I do find it goes back to a little bit of lack of self-discipline. And I don't mean to be that Debbie Downer again, but we have to put it out there and just say what it is. When we don't have the self-discipline, and again, the caveat is life can get thrown at you. Sometimes we have to manage urgent issues for which we get off track, and that is okay. And we have to be kind to ourselves. Those things happen. 
But at the end of the day, we realize that sometimes we need to get back on track. And if we cannot discipline ourselves to achieve those goals, move things forward, move things out of the way so we can stay focused, then you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, what kind of leader am I? And what kind of leader do I want to be? And if there is a gap between who you are and where you want to go, that is something that as a leader, you can close that gap. And maybe it's a time for you to pause and reflect on what you might want to do differently. Now, this is the conversation that I wanted to have with you, but really talking about it is one thing. I want to heighten your awareness, but oh my Deb, I need a framework. Can you remind me on some of those things? I know you've been talking to me about having the discipline and what I can do to be able to move forward. I've given some additional thought this week on what we can do and some of it's some old tips and some of it's some new tips, but this is for you. And I want you to take a moment if you've been rushing, multitasking, doing something else, I want you to take a moment just to take a breath. We're about to share a framework for you so that you can put these to practice. So again, get ready. We're going to give you the framework. I'm interrupting this episode to offer an absolutely free networking and educational opportunity I have created and I want you to be there. If you're a mid-level manager that loves your team and has a desire to accelerate your leadership growth, it is possible for you to become that executive leader in the next 24 months. Regardless of your area of specialty, and I know so many of you are talented, you have what it takes to be on the front line collaborate with others, and get the job done. However, let me show you how to leverage that specialized knowledge to create solid connections with other leaders while shifting your focus from day-to-day leadership skills to long-term CEO strategy. Head over to my website, dropinceo.com, and click on the Drop-In CEO Collective to register for your next meeting. Now, back to the conversation. So what I suggest in terms of a framework is that we need to time block. We need to plan to be successful. And so I propose, and again, when I propose something, you can modify it, you can break it up, but it's just the discipline that you need. I believe step one, you need to block out 60 minutes a week to plan your week, whether it's personal, your diet, the gym, or professionally. You need 60 minutes or so to plan out your week And look at it and recognize what is urgent, what can you delay, what can you delegate to somebody else, what can you delete because it's no longer necessary or nobody's going to know that you didn't do that thing or send out that report. Again, this is the Eisenhower matrix when it comes to decision logic and prioritization. You got to deal with the urgent because things may fall by the wayside. If you don't have to do something right away, delay it to when you have more time, give yourself some time to breathe and deal with the urgent. Can you delegate and have somebody else do some of the tasks that you normally do yourself? Again, that's a discipline. I can work with you. And if nobody realizes you're doing this thing, delete it. Forget about it. Nobody's knowing this. (laughs) Nobody will notice. So step two, when you are on track, okay, yeah, it is possible to be on track. When you are on track, take a moment to celebrate and give yourself credit. We are too hard on ourselves as high performers. We always look at the gaps. Yes, we have to look at the gaps because we want to close those, but celebrate the successes. You absolutely have to give yourself credit for what you've done well. But when you're off track, identify one action you can take to either move it forward or to complete the task. Now, there's a couple caveats here. Again, if you're off track, it's a gap. You need to take some action. 
you could take the time to reevaluate if it is still value added and if you should continue it or stop. Yes, you can actually stop something. If you have a particular goal, you are delayed, you're off track, just pause and answer the question, is it still something you need to do? Because if not, no better time than the present to course correct, remove that goal, remove that task, make room for possibilities or spending more time on the things that you want to do. To explain a little bit further, what I mean is very often if you are not passionate about a goal, it may mean that you're going to continue to procrastinate and feel bad about it. Now, I know I am looking at a stack of boxes in the corner of the room where I have divvied up all my family's pictures and memorabilia, et cetera. And it's sitting there and it's been there for two years and I've been meeting to get them into photo albums and what have you. I may actually have to delegate to somebody to finish that task. It's bothering me. I'm looking at it. I'm procrastinating because it's overwhelming. This may be something, it is still important. So I've reflected, it is still important, but I may need to delegate and bring in some little elves to help me finish that project, but I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm recognizing it's a gap. And the other thing I want you to remember about this is that if you decide not to work on something, this is okay. It is not a failure. It is an awareness that you can take that energy and focus it on the things you are most passionate about versus dragging yourself down. So I'm just going to say it. If you are off track, evaluate what it is that you're off track on. Can you take an action to close it? But if you're off track, do you want to continue to do it? Is it value added? Are you no longer passionate about it? Delete it and be okay with it. But what I will say then, next thing is you do need to time block in your calendar the things that you do need to get done. Heads down, shut the door, turn on your music, get a cup of coffee or some tea. Get those things that make you feel comfortable so that when you are heads down doing that work, beautiful things happen. And by the way, you need visual indicators. When you get something done, I don't know, turn it green in your spreadsheet, put a star. You know, there are stars were meant to elevate students back when you were in your education. A heart, a sticker, a star. Give yourself a star for when the things are getting done. And even when you are moving things along, move them from red to yellow to green. Again, we need visual indicators to show we are progressing towards those goals and there's something to celebrate. But I also remind you, don't celebrate alone. It is good to share with others. Guess what? I finally got that report done and I feel so good. And the people around me really validated it. Tell somebody because again, if we can't share good news with others, I'll say one, it's lonely, (laughs) but also the network. The network can be extremely supportive because even when they support you, when things are well, they can also see you for who you are when things are not going well, and they can be support there as well. If you're struggling, leadership means that you know you need help. And so that's probably the most important thing. While I have given you tips about setting aside time to focus on your goals, the most important thing that you can learn from this is that if you are struggling, a leader can recognize they're struggling and then ask questions about how can you get past the gap and possibly don't do it alone. And that is leadership. Don't feel bad if you need help. And so I'll just say on a short note, I'm not perfect. Sometimes I fall away from my plans, but I will tell you this. I am laser focused on serving you, the C-suite leader of today and tomorrow. And my table stakes, my stakes are to keep moving forward with this podcast so that you can be successful. And so that's my message for you. And so tag, you're it. (laughs) 
I want you to do something with this knowledge. Take a bit of it, take a piece of it, look at what your goals are, acknowledge what you have been successful at, look at the things where you happen to have gaps. I want you in the next week to take a look at those goals and write down those things that you are not on track with. And just know that it's a time to regroup, reflect, and see where you're not on track and make some critical decisions. Again, all through the year, that's what C-suite leaders do. They set a strategy, they set the roadmap for what they're doing, but they do have monthly or quarterly check-ins to one, get them back on track or perhaps go in a different direction. These are skills that you need to develop. So when you do get into the C-suite, you can ask questions, you can ask people, is this still value added? But it starts with you developing those skills. So again, within the next week, I want you to practice this, look at the gaps, see what actions that you can take, start learning how to time block so you're disciplined to get the work done. And if it's no longer value added, remove it. And also, If you need a little bit of help to talk through this process and develop these key skills as a leader, I am here, the drop-in CEO, to partner with you so you don't have to struggle as much. And so that brings us to a close of another episode of the Drop-In CEO podcast, but it is not the end. Let me plug this once. The Drop-In CEO Collective is my once-a-month forum for which I bring aspiring C-suite leaders together, C-suite leaders where we talk about the issues that you are having challenges with. Now, we do start with learning how to do professional networking, build those connections with people so you have the support you need. We will have an educational topic. But if you also say, I have a particular challenge that I want to talk about, we will do spot coaching and the collective will help lift you through this situation. And so that's something that I offer to you in addition to this podcast. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I would love to connect with you, send you an exclusive invitation to the Drop-In CEO Collective. With that, I am excited to see you succeed in the new year. I am hoping that setting stakes in the ground are going to help you stay committed to your goals. And with that, I wish you continued success and be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. If you found this episode valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who would find it useful and inspiring. Your support allows me to keep sharing insights and inspiration to leaders who are working their way to the C-suite. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet... I wish you well and much success.